Hello and welcome to the Sailorville Church Parenting Podcast. Our goal is to partner with parents to find biblical solutions to real-life issues. Today, our topic is technology at home, specifically talking about phones. I'm your host, Jared Leonard, and with me is my beautiful wife and co-host, Alyssa Leonard. Hello. And our guests today are Dan and Renee Danhauer. Hello. Hello. Um, would you mind just uh, sharing uh, with us the ages of your children? Who's doing that job? We, yeah, I will. <laughs> um, we have five kids. Isabella is 19, Harrison is 18, Winston is 17, um, Gabby is 13, and Addie is 11. Wow. So That was impressive. That, that was fast. That is, he rattled him off. That's really good. Really good. Well, our topic today, I'm really excited about it. Um, thanks for joining us. I'm passionate about it because smartphones are just a given in today's culture, um, especially when you're talking about teens and you have a whole bunch of them in your home. Um, so I'm excited and uh, to hear from you guys, your perspective. Even I feel like every parent that comes on this podcast is like, we don't have it all figured out and uh, you're no different. But None of us do. None of us have it all figured out, but God has taught you some things along the way, and, and uh, you have some older teens, and so you have some history to look back on and some experience that can hopefully be helpful to some of our listeners. So uh, we'll go ahead and get started with our first question. What are some boundaries or rules that your family has that surrounds technology, maybe specifically smartphones in your home? So our kids, we homeschool, so we've had the luxury of not having cell phones until the age of 16, but we've had technology. So um, our, our kids have had the privilege and us the blessing that they don't have cell phones till 16 and we get to learn by mistakes of how to monitor and Mm -hmm. make those boundaries. We have had boundaries and then they've overstepped them or we have not created enough boundaries. So we've had learning experience before they get that cell phone in their pocket. Um, Some rules we have uh, are, you know, not staying up till two in the morning. Oh, that's <laughs> on a their good one. Device if we <laughs> catch them. Um, so at first we start with a lot of lockdowns, and once I have kind of taught myself a little bit and Dan as well, just how to put limits on time and what they can see and can't see, um, which again has been a learning experience for us to try and learn how to do those limits. Um, the blessing of older kids is that they teach me how to do the limits for the younger ones. So mm. poor Gabby and Addie <laughs> have no hope of <laughs> bypassing these Normally, things. the baby of the family gets it good. Right. You know, in this scenario, not good. Not so much. <laughs> well, <laughs> it is good, but they may, they may not see it as that. <laughs> right, right. So... Um, Boundaries with, as they're younger, having set rules and time frames and things like that. Um, as they get older, those get a little bit more loose. But I think the looser because we're seeing maturity and how they're handling the technology that they've been given. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and and we just always looked at the cell phone specifically as a privilege, mm-hmm. and they don't really need it because they're not driving away and be, and on their own. For a safety thing, mm-hmm. but also when they're at that age, they can also pay for it too. So I wanted to teach them something financial responsibility mm-hmm. on top of just the technology part of it. So 
um, we just kind of took the cell phone in that aspect of I don't really need it until, you know, that age. It's also just a tool. It's not just a device that they get because everybody else has. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's yeah. not a right to have a cell phone as a teenager? <laughs> no, and they, no. they can pay for it too. There you go. Whoa. If they're old enough to drive and have a cell phone, they're old enough mm -hmm. to get a job to pay for it. I like right. that. Yeah. And, and we always had the role with it too. It's like we always have Life360 on it. Mm -hmm. So we know exactly where they are for safety and we mm -hmm. just kind of want to know that they're okay. And then if I ever ask, hey, let me see your cell phone you're going to hand it to me and I can look through it at any time and just make sure everything's okay. Mm -hmm. um, that's just part of the, the rules of having a cell phone. Mm. But wait a minute. If they have the cell phone, they pay <laughs> for the cell phone, doesn't that mean you have no control over it? Not when no. you're in our house. <laughs> <laughs> we have a parent-centered house. We don't have a child-centered <laughs> house. Yeah. And we love them. We want to protect them and not just... It's not just about rules, but we're, we're teaching them lots of different things about responsibility with money and, and responsibility with protecting their hearts and being careful with what they've, that privilege that they've been given, but we're just trying to help them manage themselves. So there's mm -hmm. a lot to it, but they are not in control of that. Mm -hmm. So we are. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And it's out of love. So. Yeah. Yeah. And that's really good. And I think it's helpful for parents and hopefully maybe some students even hear this um, your parents are not um, trying to, quote unquote, control things because they hate you. Um, parents and, and caring adults really want to help you and to grow into maturity and to use these tools um, for good uh -huh. mm -hmm. because they can be used for, for lots of good things. Getting together with friends, spending time hanging out, chatting about the things of God even, or just, just having a good time together, communicating mm -hmm. with friends and things like that. But anything that can be used for good, I shouldn't say anything, many things that can be used for good can also be used for evil. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So how have your rules changed? Like what are some things that, you know, when when Isabella got her first phone, what is different now than how it was mm. when she first got a phone? Like what are some things that maybe you've adjusted or some boundaries you've kind of changed? Well, as, as she has gotten older, like obviously at the beginning, it's not so much behavior modification, mm. but like, you know, we have rules. It's like you, you want to use that tool, but you want to make sure that they understand we're also sinners. Mm -hmm. And are you using that, that in the proper way? So if, you, if you're going to sin, then we will kind of make some rules and we, we want behavior. But as they get older, we want spiritual transformation. You know, mm -hmm. we want to teach our children, you know, it's the gospel. We want them to become believers, but we want them to have a spiritual transformation and have a relationship with God so that they're in God's word. And that's what's going to transform their heart. And then they're going to start to, as they get older towards Isabella, you know, Harrison and Winston and their age, they're going to be able to moderate their themselves as mm -hmm. they get older because mm -hmm. they have a relationship with Christ. Mm -hmm. And it's God's word that's transforming their heart. It's not mom and dad mm -hmm. saying, hey, don't look at that. Don't use that for that. Um, and it's not the, that those rules or that behavior modification. It's their relationship with Christ on their own, by the time they leave the home, 
we hope that they are modifying them, themselves because they know what sin is. They know what God's rules are in the word. And they just happen to be applying that to cell phones at the time. Mm. So that's really our goal. And as we see them getting old, older as Isabella's young and the younger girls right now, and as they get older to where they are, that's our goal. Yeah. Is it just happens to be with cell phones, but can they, you know, function and with their relationship with Christ? I hope they can. Mm-hmm. It's not just with cell phones, it's with everything. Yeah. So but that's our end goal. What's interesting too is we have seen our kids <laughs> um make their own rules upon themselves. Hmm. So Isabella uh watched Social Dilemma. And so that was a eye opener for her of the propaganda and the the marketing behind all of social media. So that for her was an eye opener and she started imposing upon herself more restrictions than we would have required of her. Mm. But just because of seeing the the icky that can come from social media, she didn't want that in her life. And that came from, you know, not because of her friends were doing it, but because she wanted that that relationship with Christ and also didn't want to be pulled into evil. Um, so to watch that, that was nothing that we did. It was her, you know, being mature with her phone. Um, so then, and we also, Harrison and Winston, keep each other accountable on um, by screen time and things that they're seeing. So they are keeping each other accountable. So it's, it's, it's not always us having to do it upon them. They are making those choices for themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, that's Growing so and maturing cool. on their own. Yeah. 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 The benefits of those, you, your kids having a relationship, you really focusing on their heart yeah. and where they're at in their relationship with God. It comes out. That's yeah. so cool that they're making their own rules. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I love it. it. That's mature. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So Gabby and Addie just need to follow suit. Yeah. No. <laughs> there you go. Gabby and Addie, if you're listening to this, <laughs> go ahead and follow yes. everything that Harrison and Bella and everyone else has done because they did it perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> Not necessarily. That's the point of the podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> More like Jesus. More yeah. like Jesus. Well, that, and I love that you brought that up because it's, it's, it, it, it is the cell phone. Mm. We are talking about cell phones, but ultimately it comes back to the heart. And if you're, if our hearts are desperately wicked, wicked, which the Bible says they are, and if it's not being transformed by the gospel, then it's going to show up in mm-hmm. what we spend time doing, how we use the tools that God has allowed us to have, like cell phones. But but if your heart is being transformed by the gospel, then then we are going to use our cell phones for good and and for what God has intended it. So, um, so what are what are some benefits that your family has experienced because of some of these boundaries? You kind of already talked about it. I mean, transformed lives. They put some some of their own boundaries on there. Is there any other benefits that you've seen as a result of some boundaries uh, placed on on your children? I don't have to yell supper through the whole house. <laughs> like I just text everybody. It's time for supper. I mean, that's a benefit. That's kind of nice. It <laughs> is nice. Yeah. Um, we have a family group text. And so mm. when anybody, you know, has an old picture that pops up, we'll send it. Or um, Winston had something exciting the other day. So he texted, you know, it's just kind of 
fun to have that communication. We're still all living the same home, Mm -hmm. but yet we're all going different directions. So having that ability to communicate and just touch base with each other, that's been a benefit for our family. Mm. And there's the occasional times where it's like, hey, somebody will be like, hey, pray for me. Mm. I have a test or something's going on at work. Um, And we'll just do that or we'll send screenshots of, of, of photos, but it just keeps us, there's a closeness that we can use with it too. So yeah, I also think another benefit too, also with just having them pay for it, they have a respect for it. So they take care of it. And, mm-hmm. um, I see, I see that in their lives with just other things too, is there's a value to it. They worked hard for that money. Yeah. So they're going to take care of it and respect it. So they treat it totally different. Yeah. Um, I definitely can see that with them and how they, they treat their things and take care of things. Yeah. Yeah, I that that's a big thing. We just had a podcast a couple months ago where we talked about money and the value of money and even the value of work and all of that. And uh, yeah, making your kid purchase um, the cell phone and then pay for the cell phone and all that, uh, they're probably going to be like, hmm, maybe I shouldn't chuck this halfway across mm-hmm. the gym right? Uh, <laughs> because I'll be the one replacing it or <laughs> I better not lose this because otherwise I need to replace it or... Um, yeah. 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 That's super helpful. Hmm. Uh, do you have any scriptures or even biblical principles that you have, have applied to your kids in this area of technology and phones? Well, go ahead. I mean, one main thing is, is the Psalm 101, you know, I will not set anything. Do not set hmm. before my eyes, anything that is worthless. Um, you know, we obviously talk about, Hey, be careful. It's just like the, the, you know, it's a phone, but technology or our entertainment choices, is this glorifying to God? Is, is, you know, how do you feel in your spirit? You know, is this going to grieve your spirit? Is it, is, are you, is sin being glorified or is you're, you can use your phone to, to watch sin in a way that the Bible, you know, says it's not supposed to be glorified or honored. Well, you know, if we're going to set ourselves apart, we need to be careful with what we're seeing. Um, and, and another thing that I think that we have really been, um, careful in trying to do with ourselves and our kids is the, the first John five, you know, talking about keep yourselves from idols, like just making sure how do we view the cell phone? Is it attached to our head or to our hand all day long? Um, it can be used for a lot of good things. Um, like you said earlier, um, but it can also be used for a lot of bad things and a, a lot of time wasters taking us from our family, even though we're in the same house, takes Mm -hmm. us far away from them. You know, Pastor Kurt talked about that a long time ago um, with technology. Um, And so we just try to really maintain those things as what are you looking at with it? And then are you spending too much time on it? Does it it become an idol and and something in your life that you need to deal with Mm -hmm. and use in a respectful way? Yeah. Yeah. Those are good. Renee, were you about to say something or did he take all the words right out of your mouth? That was, that was all my wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe your combined wisdom, just yes. he voiced it. Yes, yes. Well, it's not my wisdom. I mean, I think as a well, church, Well, it's God's we do, wisdom. Right, yes. absolutely. Yeah. And I was going to say, we do a really good job, or you guys do a really good job at church. A lot of, I think, the principles that we try have tried to live by and interject has come from Pastor Kurt. It's mm-hmm. come from Pastor Pat. Mm-hmm. Pastor Chuck is the one that I really think used technology as a tool to help with his time and interacting and, and 
mentoring people and mm-hmm. following up with people. So um, just our, our leadership here and, and other believers in our lives, you know, we've just taken little pieces from them and kind of put together and made our own thing for our own family. So over the years. Yeah. little shameless plug. We do have a, um, a Saturday morning module coming up. If you listen to this podcast soon enough, um, coming up, I want to say it's like April 22nd. I don't know. Coming up in April of 2023. Um, so I would encourage you to sign up and come to that because we're going to be talking about a lot of these types of things at that module as well. So really mm-hmm. excited about that. I love that you say that because I think sometimes we don't always recognize just the value of our church community and our leaders and how they really are wanting to pour into us and help us. And if we're not showing up at church or at the places where they are, where they're providing these opportunities for us, then we're missing out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's a lot that we can learn and that we, that we wouldn't learn on our own. Yeah. So that's really cool. Yeah. We're designed to live in community. I had a, had a middle school student ask me earlier today, um, is can I live the Christian life? Basically, the essence of the question was, can I live the Christian life just me and God, or do I need community? Um, if you read the New Testament, all the one another's, I mean, we're not designed to live on an island. Mm-hmm. We are designed to live in community mm-hmm. and designed to um, to hold each other accountable, to pray for one another, mm-hmm. um, to bear one another's burden, so many things. Yeah. Um, so. And that's why we're doing this podcast. Yeah. Because there's a lot of really great parenting podcasts out there, Christian podcasts, but we want to make our real life people in our church accessible to the people and the parents in our church. Yeah. You know, we're not trying to get all the experts here on our podcast to give all of the right answers. We want to be able to connect parents with other parents who've been there, done that, who can help and encourage and, um, you know, those real life people that we can really help each other along yeah. the way. Yeah. Um, kind of last question here, unless you had something else you wanted to share, uh, specifically, but do you have any resources or recommendations for parents thinking about their use of technology in their homes or just general resources for, for parenting? One book that I have read, um, is called age of opportunity and it's one of by, by one of the trips. I can never remember which one. Um, but it, it's such a, it's a good book and I read it like three times through now. Um, about the joy of raising teenagers, which is not generally the, the, the worldly view, but um, he just really challenges parents to, the, I think it's the second chapter, actually, you might want to skip because it talks about you as a parent and your idols and your desires and how those have to change so you can, can truly um, humbly parent your teenager. And so it's painful to read, but it's really good because then it sets your heart right for trying to parent your um, teens in a way that's God glorifying. And it's just a really good book. It's challenging, but it's good resource for um, enjoying those teenage years as well. Mm. That sounds good. Yeah. Any other resources or any other last, last call? (laughs) Final words. Final words. (laughs) I think we're good. I think we're good. Well, perfect. Thank you so much, listeners. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Parenting Podcast. Again, special thanks. Thanks, Dan and Renee, for joining us here. 
We'll provide that book um, as, a, as a further resource and linked to our show notes here today. Go ahead and take advantage of that and read that book if, um, if you're looking for some more study in how to be a, a great teenage parent. Um, and ca- come back next month for a mom's only episode. Yeah, it's going to be Mother's Day in May when the next episode drops. And so the moms are going to take over the podcast. We're going to kick Jared out. And I've got three really great moms coming on. Um, Dee McCracken and Alice Bear and Jen Vote are coming. I'm super excited to have a conversation with them just about motherhood and hopefully be able to encourage some of our Sailorville moms. Sweet. And if you have a topic or a question that you'd like for us to cover in any future episodes, feel free to reach out. Love to hear from you. And uh, we'd love to tackle those questions. Thanks again for joining us. 